who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. What do you get when you take two childhood friends with a passion for unexplored history and a whole lot of booze? You get us, Queen's Podcast. And here at Queen's, we are spilling the tea on all kinds of women from history. From New Orleans voodoo queen, Marie Laveau, to Marie Antoinette, and everything in between. Each queen is paired with a cocktail recipe that will totally get you in the mood to hear the fun, dramatic, and juicy stories of fascinating women from history. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Cheers. It's in Italy, so, right? I'm going to murder you. You, the well, country? It's, it's ne- <laughs> no, no. Okay, so scratch. Yeah, we're not. No, to be fair to Glow, there is a country in Italy, and that's yeah. the Vatican is considered a country. Uh, no, you didn't hear that part. Can we edit that out? Like, you don't okay. have to put that out there because you can like, did this bitch just say that? Honestly, <laughs> why, we shouldn't even be talking about geography. Nobody signed up for it, and ever, ever, no one wants it. Okay. I'm ducking out, you're ducking out. Let's dike out together, see what it's all about. Diking out, diking out, diking out, diking out. Hi, and welcome to Diking Out, a podcast that now considers itself part of Generation Q, whatever that is. I'm Carolyn Bergier. And I'm Lorena Rusi, a fun, person that's also in Generation Q. Yeah? Which means calling. <laughs> wow, seamless. I wrote this. <laughs> Lorena was also on our performative masculinity episode. This is very true. And, and she's still performing familiar. it. I'm still performing <laughs> I'm still it. Still doing it. Practicing it. And today we are diking out with comedian, writer, and performer Glow Butler about relationship regrets. Hey, hey, hey. Wow. Oh, gosh. Glow does stand up uh, all around the country and is New York City based and has a monthly show. Yes. Called Glow in the City. Yes. That you've been doing for how long now? This, uh, I'm going to be approaching three years. Three Whoa. years. Happy three year anniversary. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Is that you. why you're wearing this very lovely hat? No, that's that was. What the, is that hat called? What it, I, it's like a Kango hat, but like a, it's Kango. like wool. It's kind of like a wool Kango hat. I always um, call it a Newsy hat. Yeah, it is. there's that. Yeah, but More isn't like there Irishman. a brand? An Irishman. Yeah, Irishman. it's with the Irishman. Newspaper about. guy. Yeah, newspaper kid. Yeah, I don't know. It has many many hats. Many titles. It's right? also I feel like. Yeah. To to me, that's like one of the gayest hats. Like I feel like every. 
Yeah. Dyke has one. Yeah. I sure. ha- actually had yeah. this hat on with the sweater and a turtleneck last night. And Uh-oh. everyone was like, you look, you're, you're like giving me sexy granddad vibes. Yes. And I'm like, thank you. That's what I was going for. But I also just want to be That will pick up a lot of lesbians. <laughs> sexy granddad yes. will get all the ladies. Honestly. Oh my gosh. Wow. Well, uh, a couple of announcements. Just want to let everybody know that we'll be taking off the last two weeks of December, but we'll be back with what's going to be a very fun episode in 2020. I didn't record it yet, but based on who's involved, it's going to be great. So we're going to come back in 2020 uh, with a splash. And I did tell Cecilia that I would take a proper break from everything for those two weeks, oh, uh, so think yeah, you got to. Yeah. Well, because even when I when I take a break, I'm still uh-huh. like posting stuff to social media and answering yeah. messages yeah. and all it's that actually kind the of worst, stuff. Right? There's no. I've been thinking about how I have no way of shutting off. Yeah, Instagram is not a way of shutting off because yeah. that's work. Soccer yep. is work. Comedy is work. And Everything's like, work. And I, I need to get into astronomy. Yeah. yeah, I need to like find yeah. another hobby. <laughs> So I feel I figure like this end of the year is the best time to do it. And our sound mixer is also going to be taking a break as well because he freelances and has some of the same struggles of like setting those time boundaries. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'll be doing that, though. I might be tempted to put out L word recaps or like tweet new episodes. Do it. But we'll see. We'll see. Flo is the devil. I am the angel. I know. How dare you? Depends on if Cecilia hides my phone or not. We'll see. Um, um, yeah, that's a Latin woman scorned if I've ever seen one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I'll explain uh, it all later. I spent all day on Saturday on that L word, uh, the official L word Facebook page, commenting and reading everybody's commenting and having yes. an opinion on everybody's opinions. <laughs> Man, once I found out that there was an official L word Facebook group, oh, I was gosh. like, get me on it. Uh, yeah. Mostly for purposes of self-promotion, but also to join yeah. in That's exactly to the what messy happened. discussion. Yeah. Uh, and despite like how much we talk about the L word, I do want to acknowledge our listeners who do not watch the L word. Uh, like I know. Me. Yes. Like we're, me. we're not a monolith. Not everybody watches yeah. the right. L word. But <laughs> if you do, this comeback was 10 years in the making. <laughs> so I feel like we'll talk about it on this episode, but I'm going to save any in-depth uh, analysis or recaps mm-hmm. of the episodes for a separate episode. We're going to start a series oh. that's going to be the last word with Diking Out, and that'll be available yes. on Himalaya and Patreon uh, whenever we can do it. And that way you can get our hot <sighs> and salty takes yes. mm-hmm. on Generation Q. Your fix, yeah. if you would. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I call Generation Q, my fix. Yeah, yeah. It, that's, that's pretty much what came from it. For after the first episode. I have so many feelings, but we're going to save it for later. Okay. No, we're well, save- let, let's get into it now. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm done. Those are the announcements. Oh, so, great. so uh, top of the list for <laughs> episode <laughs> banter is the L word. Okay. Well, I didn't watch it. You two did watch the new episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what happened. I've just seen trailers on Instagram. And all I know is that Shane lost the salon in Paris, lost the salon in New York, and still has the same haircut. And I don't know how that's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, you have feelings? Well, unpopular take. I feel like this is going to be bad. I think Shane coming back is the worst thing about the new L word. Oh, yeah. I don't know why she's back. I was exhausted Uh by Shane's storyline the first time around. We get it. You have commitment issues. Yeah, yeah. We get it. And I I can't do another season. You're hooking up with another woman? Yeah. Yeah. Shane and her commitment issues and her inexplicable success. Right. The most, like, she beats out Jonathan Van Ness Mm -hmm. as most successful hairdresser (laughs) In the world. Right, right, right. In the world. A person who I see doing uh, hairdressing less and less per season and somehow getting more and more wealthy. And there there is a line in the episode where 
somebody is like, everybody knows who you are. Or I don't know if that's part of next week, but they're like, everybody in LA knows who you are. Uh, and I'm like, uh, look, I've been living in New York City for a while <laughs> and I cannot name one hairdresser that yeah. I think everybody should know who they are. <laughs> Other well, than my hairdresser, Pixie Ruth, who is big in the comedy community. Shout out to Pixie Ruth. Shout yeah. out to Pixie Ruth. Uh, well, you just don't live in LA, so you don't know. You guys don't know. You I don't know, know the LA culture. Like. But at this point, her count, her sex count must be like at a million. Like it's disgusting. I mean, frankly, I sit I on a chair like hard enough and I climb. So I don't know <laughs> what that woman needs. Um, I'm and I okay. support it. I'm okay with her sex count. Yeah, she can have sex with as many people as she totally. wants. Totally, yeah. But, uh, but it gets boring. It does. It's that, boring. It, 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 well, were yeah. the new characters at least fun to watch? One of them went to my college. Oh, nice. <gasps> Which one? Uh, Rosie Suarez, I think. Oh! Yeah, the I, one with the shaved head. Yeah. I don't oh, know nice. if she's gay in real life. Really? Well, yes. Act, so she act, wasn't. She was straight in college. Actually, they did not. Uh, they did not ask who was gay or straight when they were casting. Mm-hmm. They so can't. they are half. Yeah. So yeah. they are half. They've some hetero cast. slipped in. Yeah. yeah. I believe Rosie Suarez well, is hetero. The premiere episode does open on her boobs. Well, it, her oh, boobs are so gay, good. but yeah. everything from the neck up and the tits down is straight. It's such a tease to the, That's to the community. Funny. You know? She it's is like, an incredible, or was an incredible actor in college. Again, yeah. I haven't watched. I haven't watched because I wanted to audition for parts and all the Latinx parts were for femme women. Yeah. And so mm. I was offended. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm sticking on my high moral ground. And I have thoughts on that too. Um, I think the casting is, is they, they go for a particular and nothing's changed about it besides mm. them adding diversity to the, sure. to the, to the season, but it's like still racial a, diversity. But it, yeah. But okay. it's still soft. It's still not like the lens our, is blurred. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you know, and so it's like when I'm seeing, uh, when I'm seeing this, it's like, not everybody is going to be like film. Everybody looks like either film or masculine or they're trans. It's like mm-hmm. there's always there's going to be an in between. Can we have like can we put those on display? Like the nuance of it. As yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it's like the challenge of or being in development for TV. Right. Yeah. This gets very tricky where you're yeah. like, how do you cast appropriately? And also like, what is the L.A. scene? Yeah. So there's that. And then I un- I can see why Bet Tina. Uh, oh, not Tina. Bet. Shane and Alice all came back just yeah. because I feel like off camera they were all best friends. Sure. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like if Shane and like Shane and Alice had to come back, yeah. And then then they were probably like, well, we need to have more diversity points here somehow. So I don't really know. I know there's a trans Asian actor. There is a trans Asian actor um, and also a trans black actor. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, the um, the one that's uh with that that's assistant. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Okay, right. and then we have the Latinx. I mean, you know, this is not a bucket list, but, but I'm but certainly but counting. But they honestly just checked off in the box, like right. how they were casting. It does, you know? but for me, it was refreshing. I'm gonna say, totally. I'm gonna say, I enjoyed it. <gasps> we're gonna pause to say hi to Cecilia. Cecilia, oh my God, cómo estás todo bien? Oh my God, tengo tanto que contarte. Okay, just sorry. What I said was I have so much to tell Cecilia. Oh, Carolyn and Cecilia are making out now. Oh, my God. Guys, more tongue. It's weird when you smash your faces <laughs> together like that. That's what it is. This uh, won't get edited out. Cecilia, this is Glow. Glow, Cecilia. Hi, nice to meet you. You, you better stay in that room for the next 90 minutes. Get out of here. <laughs> Bye. I hope you don't have to pee. <laughs> or I hope you do and you have a good time in there <laughs> right. uh, nothing like peeing on yourself too. there really? must be a bottle right. around uh, <laughs> well what I was going to yeah, say was back. <laughs> so what I want to say is I 
on the whole, I enjoyed the episode. I think okay. that my expectations were real low. I mm, think I had reason to have good. them real low. I think the pre- <laughs> the previews were bad. Uh, pilots are generally not great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the there are definitely those cheesy moments. I think. Uh, you know, and and a lot of them made the trailer for the L word, but it it did satisfy all the things that I do like about the L word, mainly Bet mm. uh, and Alice. <laughs> mm-hmm. But but then also the new characters, yeah. they do have potential. So the person you went to, to college with, yeah, I, yeah. I like her character, yeah. and I I think that there's potential there. There's also the new character Finley, who has blonde. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the blonde. Okay. Gotcha. Zero zero boundaries and. Shane 2.0, no? No. No? No, very different, but reminds me so much of so many lesbians I know. Yeah. Uh, And that's why, even though the character feels very forced and it's a Uh, lot, I'm like, this feels like the truest representation of like, because, you know, the original Mm -hmm. one, I'm like, I don't know anybody like any of these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now Finley comes along. I'm like, I've met this bitch at every Every, gay function I've ever been to. Mm -hmm. And she's great. <gasps> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like, what yeah. did she do? <laughs> what didn't she do? I mean, she walks in on uh, her friends having sex, just like walks into the room, walks in on her friend's engagement, not knowing whether or not it happened with a bottle of champagne. <laughs> uh, just invites herself to live in Shane's house. Just like, just, yeah, very, yeah. No, boundaries. no boundaries. Yeah. No boundaries. No sure. boundaries. Yeah. I feel a little bit triggered because I think I am that lesbian. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. that's fine. Good. Yeah, okay. But mm-hmm. that's the best part about the L word is that we see our, we identify with at least the personalities of the characters. Yeah. You know, I mean, the only thing that's going to make me happy is if Carmen shows up. That's, that's so. That's know, what I'm saying. I think we should have had Carmen instead of Shane. But I like, really, it wouldn't have worked. But yeah. But like, how do you fix the mistakes of the, right? Because Dana dying was like such a huge. Mean Jenny. Yeah. Oh Dana. No, no, yeah, Dana. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. not Jenny. Sorry, no, I almost da- forgot about that. Jenny could have dying. Yeah. Season three. No, we'll no, no comment. Um, no, <laughs> right? Because you like Justice Jenny. Justice for Jenny. <laughs> Justice for Jenny. Um, but like the whole backlash with Dana being dying or whatever. I think. I just want them to fix everything and they're not going to and it's they're hard. They're fixing a little bit. And Bet just needs to start a podcast with that voice. She's sexy. I know. She's, She's like sexy. 60. That's She's the only so 6 hot. year old I would She's just so totally go I would in act on. whenever she wants it. Yeah. Not yes. that she needs it but whenever she wants it. Yeah. 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 Oh, and uh, and uh, well, maybe we're going to talk about that later but An- uh, Angie. Angie. She's which one's that? Her daughter. daughter. That's daughter. Oh my it's god! Grown up. Right. Yes. And she's in the episode. Maybe a little too much because I don't like teenagers. But no, I'm yeah, just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. no. She's she's definitely. A, no. She's a spoiled. She's she's a spoiled teenager. I will tell you. Oh, she's annoying. Yeah. yeah. Te- she's Teenage. Harry Potter book five. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. And you how did you? And you didn't even watch it. <laughs> uh, you because <laughs> Harry Potter and book it. five gets so an annoying. angsty. Teenager gives me so much anxiety because it just makes me think about eventually when I have an angsty teenager and it's going to drive me insane. It's going to test all my patience. I was was just like, how does Bet do it? I'm like, whatever that black mama you have in you, let it out. You know, it's just like, like, ooh, it was so many times I was just like, who are you? Like, you know, she just overstepped. Yeah. Because she knew she could take advantage of it. And that's probably the way she was raised or technically. So, Glow, (laughs) you saw this at at a big event that I was supposed to go to, but I actually had some editing to do and I wasn't feeling well. So I stayed in a while. Watch it. Totally. Ha. Mm-hmm. What was the event? Oh, <laughs> well, people get invited to gay events? It What's was, going on? It, you didn't know? Oh, no. I have Just no because idea. you spent your Sunday night hate writing. Uh, 
about the L <laughs> word in your journal. Blog, like the opposite of everything that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> while, while you were trolling Shane on, it's on like Twitter. Tony Shaloub's yeah. uh, point so of view funny. on that word. Oh, uh, but well, Glow actually went out to $3 bill to see it. I so did. what was the oh, general great. vibe? Did people seem happy? Were they oh were they like laughing? Were they loving? Were they crying, breathing, fucking? What? I, I, <laughs> I literally was like, I hope that's where you're going. Oh, she's not. Oh, she is. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of all of the above. Um, no, it was it was a good vibe. As soon as you walked in, it was like like even my friends that I was with, they were like, I like the energy here. Like it's cool. And yeah. honestly, every character that you could have ever spotted out, even the extras on the L word were probably in that room, but it was like a New York version of it. <laughs> yeah. And um and the everybody it, the, the, I think it, <laughs> it's I really, so true though. Everyone's an actress like, oh Marvelous Mrs. Maisel or the it, L word. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody has a spine tear. Everybody's the blonde, everybody's the Asian, whatever. So like anyway, they so we were there and um and they had two rooms. They had a big room and a smaller room, but I was nervous because I I actually wanted to be able to experience this uh, by like not hearing people scream over. So they didn't have the captions on, which maybe they'll do that because mm. this is going to be like a weekly thing for yeah, each episode. Right. So, um, so, uh, but the the vibe there was cuckoo, no captions, yeah, no captions, especially at a big event like that. Yeah. especially because there's a big like deaf queer community. Uh, that, exactly. I was like, I selfishly like to analyze and would like to read and yeah. process. Jody yeah. Lerner would have been pissed. Jody would have been pissed. I, I thought so too. <laughs> Somebody I was just tweet like, Marley Matlin right uh, now right. and get her in touch with Bush Films and let her take <laughs> but, them to task. But they did a really great job on angles. So. You could relips if you if that was your thing. Uh, <laughs> sure, sure. That's really messed up on so many levels. But <laughs> if you just look focused, you can see what they were talking about. Right. And how important is dialogue anyway? <laughs> right. I mean, truly with the L word. Um, <laughs> sorry, you were going to say something or finish that thought or no? Um, no, I was just going to say like that. The, the oh, that's the part. Was, but it was mainly like. The I literally bonded with so many complete strangers from the Uber ride to like like everybody who was even Ubering my Uber mm. pool. We were all like it was trans people in the car. It was me, whoever. Like, there was a gay guy in there, whatever. And we all like bonded on so many levels. And all of, honestly, we all at the end when we were heading not all together, but um, when we were in the car well, together heading back. No, I was like I didn't go, go with these people. Dad. I don't know these people. Yeah. <laughs> but when we were on our way back, like we all had the same feeling about the first episode, you know. And it was just like. You know, it it was a pilot. It was, you know, our thing. But Well, that makes me think that the only reason why I like the L word is the idea of community. Mm Because, like, aside from Drag Race, I don't really know a show that really has... There's not one. That has the same cult following Mm -hmm. where people can come together. Yeah. Exactly. No, but it's like a queer cult following where I was... It's like seven years late to RuPaul and went to this thing in Australia. I went to a bar randomly and saw an episode and I was like... Oh my God, this is incredible yeah. because of the right. politics and the subversive, whatever. And I, I was just there with like random drunk people in Australia, so I couldn't understand them because yeah. their English is not real. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I, I, I loved it. I was like, I haven't been to a viewing party with queer people. It's we yeah. only yeah. have alcohol or like or sex events to connect us, which is like fine. But yeah. I would like. I don't know something that's on a basketball league. Yeah, <laughs> to to go and meet up with the other queers. Like, there's nothing quite good. like. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's a place media. you wanted to be for that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I was like, we need more of that, and I'm not just that. We need more show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they are, and that and that's what that's the one thing. They're like, whether whoever felt, however they felt about the first episode, they would still come back because the vibe was good, and it's good to look over and even talk to a complete stranger and be like, oh my gosh, like you can talk about have an opinion on things. It's just like you know that Facebook page, but it's like in person, you yeah. know. Right. And everybody was so 
nice. Everybody vibed. I always apologize for screaming over and saying, oh my God, I want to mm-hmm. you know, have sex with Beth. But, um, <laughs> but they're really like, no, I get it. Like, me too. You yeah, know, no, everybody has. Too. Yeah. 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 So. I'm just sad I didn't get to show up in my justice for Jenny Schechter shirt oh and just be shunned. Still what do it. They would have thrown me out of the room. Everyone's bored about it, but uh, you know they, they've heard it before. <laughs> I just, just give me the fa- the hot ten second take. The hot ten seconds is I think that she's wildly entertaining, and <laughs> it was only on rewatch because I couldn't stand her the first time either. But uh-huh. on rewatch, I just felt like I that she's exactly what a hot twenty something year old who gets a piece uh-huh. published in the New Yorker right. would be. Yes, That's true, and sure. and that I think she got kind of like a, a raw deal. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I no. I, like I, murder. Yeah. I think that's a raw deal. Yeah. I, that <laughs> that is fair. I mean, the show really they didn't know how to end it, and they're like, we're gonna go with murder. Like, do they bring it up in the not in the premiere? They're they're going to. There they're is, going there to. is um Jennifer I mean, Beals says that they're gonna bring up, and also um and because- Mia, Mia Kirshner said that Jenny's not dead. On Twitter. Mm. Oh. Oh, because you know what? Technically, they didn't put her in a body bag. Like, they had her face exposed. Maybe that—I I didn't just think feel like that was for the scene. Mm. So that we'd be like, oh, that's Ginny. I think there, there's something more to it. Because all of a sudden, in two seconds, you drown and you die. I mean, if anyone could do it, it's Jenny. But yeah, right. yeah I, I I have no idea. The show really went off the rails, season six. Yeah. I mean, that was a. That you was, think season six? Because I thought when well, Poppy came four. on, they really started. Well, frankly, yeah. yeah I think mean, Poppy, Poppy was the off the rails moment. That, <laughs> that was, was. But season four is when they were like, okay, we fucked up. Season five, they brought me back. Season six, they lost it again. Yeah. It's very, I mean, you also I like get season some, five. Season, I really, but that's also because Bed and Tina get back together. Yeah. Yeah. So good, you yeah. can't. I mean, there's something about, like that organic chemistry that if you get it once it's such a miracle to get yeah. it twice oh my god three seasons worth of just like great material amazing yeah by season four I feel like in most shows like Parks The Office everyone starts turning into caricatures of themselves yeah. sure. so even like April Ludgate is like a demonic whatever but yeah. she's you she's see- playing a version of that character yeah, as yeah. opposed to what it originally was Yeah, because you have to hide in things and they have to have an arc but then it becomes Sloppier, or you invite people like Poppy into yeah, storylines. Yeah. And but they, they with with Parks, it was just like they the characters became too fancy. I was like, I like it when they were struggling and they right, were like this exactly. and, Well, yeah. what's Chris Pratt lost a lot of weight and got hot, and it's yeah, hard. It's, it's, it's you hard can't to be, be hot in comedy. Right. Oh, you understand? <laughs> exactly. You God, dang it, it's so yeah, hard every day. It's so hard. Nobody laughs. It's because I'm so hot. <laughs> That's what I say. Oh, oh my god. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Here's my real question based on a tweet by a recent guest of the podcast, Kate Sisk. She said, Kate Sisk. Kate Sisk. Also an ex-pro soccer player. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wait, is that the Kate Sisk? Kate right? plays on my soccer team. Oh, nice. Oh, I didn't know you guys are on the same soccer team. We're on the team same now. team. Sundays, we come back March 2020. Oh, nice. wow. When the L word is off the air. I've got to come and watch. <laughs> you I have, have to. come and cheer. Wait, how, how many episodes are they giving the L word? I don't know, but by March, please stop watching it. <laughs> come sure to our soccer game. I'm sure it's only like eight episodes oh, or something right, at yeah. most. It's eight but, to 12. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Kate tweeted, Lesbians watched the L word. Dyke stayed for work in progress, which was the show after the L word, which dragged me, Kate, That's because right. I I went to bed. Uh, I was very tired. I, well, I was editing. I had to like get work you done. Feeling well, and you were editing. I want to watch Work in Progress because that one, like, I what don't, is that about? So that's yeah. that's about like an older, real butch lesbian. Oh my god, yeah, Abby. 
Yeah, yes. about Abby. I, that, that trailer was so fun. It's so fun and funny. No, no, I like See, actually just heard about it a couple days ago. Come on, Showtime. You got it's I. The ads on Instagram are always getting me, and I saw this trailer. It is so funny. And the fun. L word is the sizzle. Work in progress is the steak. Mm, yeah, I think nice. uh, of, yes. of queer TV like on Showtime that. because it has the um, the trans actor who's on the the politician. Um, that Netflix mm-hmm. show with Ryan Murphy that I couldn't oh, get into. Oh, yeah. But, I couldn't but, get into it, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. that It just feels like more authentic. It's it's If you, like, literally seeing Abby, I thought it was me, but older, whiter. Oh, it's just like okay. a goofy, like, upper, lower lip lesbian that kills her therapist, I think is the premise. Okay. Well, her, her therapist dies during the, the session. session. Yeah. Oh, okay. And like, she's, all, is, and she's yeah. already, like near suicidal yeah. like she's really down in her life and then like this person oh, enters mm, oh so it's like her dark life. humor a little bit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my, my favorite my yeah, favorite yeah. yeah like Woody Allen if it wasn't problematic mm-hmm. you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too soon okay we lose 400 followers <laughs> on the podcast no we're only gonna lose Diane Keaton okay great she's gonna <laughs> stop listening yeah, you yeah. can't you can't insult I can't Woody. believe it um, yeah I really enjoyed the trailer I would mm-hmm. love to watch it that, yeah that's a show I'd love to watch where I, yeah. I like cause that's also where I wanna see uh, queer content going or queer like and the stuff I'm making I feel like is very similar in tone to that right. so I am biased because that's what I'm making that's what I want to see right but yeah the L word isn't that like the L word was so of its time it's like with Spike Lee did you guys watch She's Gotta Have It Too yeah, yeah. Okay. No, oh gosh they or the season one it, that yeah. I was like oh my god dude yeah. you were an iconoclast of the 80s it yeah. was it was like so wonderful and then this version uh, was mm-hmm. that original version but on stilts like I yeah. couldn't it kept me up at night like my girlfriend she's like why are you awake it's midnight and I was like I can't stop thinking about she's gotta have it he, he did such a bad job yeah. did uh, I stay for the lesbians though yes that's that the, part the only w- reason why I kept yeah. watching but yeah. the second season was just disappointing because yeah. he just went too far with it and I don't need I didn't to even know watch. I didn't make it that far I, yeah, yeah. I, you didn't the need lesbi- to you gotta watch the lesbians Canceled. The show got canceled. I was it like, good it, yeah. because it felt that the jazz second season intro? was. Oh, God. oh, honestly, do yourselves a favor. Google. She's got to have it. Intro. Netflix. It is the worst intro I've yeah. ever seen, and I don't think you can skip it. Stick. Stick with it. <laughs> stick with the original. The original one that came out yeah, like, yeah. in the '90s or something like that. Stick with that one. The Black movie. And white. Keep it. It's very simple. It's very classic. When you're turning something like that into a show, it was a great idea, but leave it alone. Don't touch it. Speaking of intros, I was very much anticipating what would be the theme song for The L Word. And I don't think they had one. They had like an intro song. They didn't do the same one? No, 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 no. no. And they have a new like... That's the part that... Taken. mm -hmm. They have have like a graphic and then they were playing music over it. But then the music like continued into the 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 scene. scene. So I'm like, I don't think that's the theme song. I think that's just like... pilot. I think it's just for the pilot. So I still have like another. <laughs> we feel week. like three sloppy detectives. <laughs> I know. Well, well, this episode is actually coming out the day after the second episode. So by this time, there should be a theme There's song. There's some answers. There we'll should see. Be some answers. There'll yeah. be some answers. Uh, speaking of queer representation, so our last episode was, and neither of you were here for it, but it was about. You don't know, uh, you don't know. You don't know my life. <laughs> Just chilling with Cecilia. Yeah. <laughs> Just you hear me eating chips in the yeah. background. Um, it was about holiday movies and we talked all about like representation and, uh, and Hallmark movies and whatnot. And the CEO of 
Hallmark was actually asked about um, incorporating stories with same-sex couples at Christmas. And he responded, (sighs) we're open to really any type of movie or any type of relationship. But they have zero movies with that. So how can you say that you're open to that? And then not do it. Why aren't you doing it? That's what they say. That's like a safe response. You know, it's like, yeah. okay. They don't want to be like, no, because it'll make them seem like they're like homophobic or some stuff like right. that. But yeah. He was also mad for being called out about diversity. He thought yeah. that that wasn't fair. Don't even get me started on diversity. I know. I but, but then I'm yeah. like, I don't want Hallmark telling my story. So I honestly yeah, am ready. Same. If Juanjiko is listening, have you heard her pitch for a Lifetime movie? Mm-mm. It's no. like... It's a joke that she Juan does. Juan Chico, past guest of the podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juan Chico does this joke about um, like a lifetime movie of two lesbians in Ohio is that they're two out of the two lesbians in Ohio. And after 25 <laughs> years of hating each other, they just learn to fall in love. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I think that's an incredible lifetime movie, like queer lifetime Basically. movie. Basically. Forget Lifetime. Bring that to Sundance. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Are you kidding That's me? Straight to Italy. Um, yeah, I don't. I think all of this stuff. Like, I'm really interested in. Like, um, Issa Rae was talking about uh, making movies for like younger audiences. She's mm-hmm. like, 16 year olds can't watch Insecure, or like, probably shouldn't watch Insecure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why she uh, made um, something called Little. Is that what it's called? The movie Little. Yeah. Yeah, Little. Yeah. So she's like, I made that for younger audiences. Because it's like there are no like black rom-coms where yeah. it's just like there are leading actors that are people of color, specifically black, right? Like that's her background, what she wants to make. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah, I want to do like West Side Story, but gay. Like how interesting is that? Oh, uh, it just flip. It happened. <gasps> Who well, did it? Cher. And no. I'll only say it's gay because Cher does a version of West Side Story and it's on YouTube where Cher <gasps> plays every single role. Oh, wow. Okay, so, that wins. Yeah, okay. That's I'm glad gay. we talked. I'm glad we talked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's I get, really I get cool. what you're going for, but... I was but, thinking but like Cher, Butch... I was thinking like Butch lesbians Cher and Latinos drag. are actually Latinos. <laughs> yeah. Well, but no, yours is better. Okay. Um, Cher, I'll kill you. Uh, <laughs> no, so any, the point being that like it's crazy that that for me is so satisfying to watch, mm-hmm. but it's sure. only because I'm so thirsty for any form of marginalized content that it's right. like, I will send all of my money. Wonder Woman 1984, not a great example of this, but seeing women battling, mm-hmm. I will give you all of my money. I've never seen that in my life. Do you mm. watch Vita? On stars, no, no, because I don't watch shows that I want to audition for. I was gonna say, is it because Roberta Calindra's got your <laughs> yeah, part? Yeah. <laughs> I grew up my hair, and then I couldn't watch it. Um, I tried watching a couple episodes. I think I was into it, but I like didn't give it enough time to see if it actually had juice. Say, I saw the you first know? two episodes of yeah. season two at an event, and oh, I really like okay. them. I just okay. don't have stars, and yes. Yeah, I wanted to pitch my show as a sister show to Vita, so that's why I started watching it. And then I was like, I can't afford to watch this <laughs> research. Would it, would it be called Vita Hermana? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be called La Muerte. Uh-huh. That's a, Vita's life. Oh, okay, good. Gotcha. And then Muerte's death. <sighs> For all three of you listeners that like that joke, <laughs> join the sweepstakes. You know, I'm doing the best I can with Duolingo right now. You're so. doing great. Okay. I, I haven't transferred my comedy into Spanish yet because I'm yep. still just learning how to uh, ask for tickets at the train station. And... <laughs> oh, I'm still learning comedy in English. So okay, yeah, I don't, I don't recommend it. 
great. Do you speak great. another language, Gla? I used to take French back in the day, but when you don't use it, you just kind of just fades. You lose it. Glow, there's literally an expression. If you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, if you don't use it, it just fades away. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, it's my way. It's my it's my way or the highway. How That's that? hack, Lorena. <laughs> So I don't want to use that. That's what I was trying to avoid saying. So, if you don't use it, you, I don't know, just it disappears or something. <laughs> Wish there was an expression. No, I'm not, I'm not the same. Like, not the same. Um, I did so that. No and, and then also, I, I used to work in doctor's offices, so I would pick Ooh. up like um, some- For pleasure uh, or for work? For hell, because I, I wanted to live in hell. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I know some Russian, and then- You got free braces out of it. I got free braces Did out you? of it. Yeah, yeah. Wow, good for so, you. I feel like no other doctor's office do you get perks like that. You wouldn't be like, I got free Lipitor samples, you yeah. know, but like braces. But yeah. was, were they Buharian? Were they what? Buharian? No, they uh, was a Jewish doctor. Jewish Russian? Yeah. Yeah, Buharian. No, well, no, he wasn't Russian. I'm so He confused. was just a Jewish I'm, the, I'm not the police. I'm the good guys. Oh, they I, were like a, it was a Sicilian or Sicilian, Syrian or Honestly, Syrian though, Jews. I think you're having a stroke. You just <laughs> said Sicilian <laughs> or you said Cecilia. Is, is, is Syrian, is it Syrian or is, Syria one? is a country. Yeah. yeah I think it's like Syrian Jews or I don't know. Like they, I'm just going to go with, I think they're Buharian. I'm from Queens. I think they're Buharian and that's why you got braces. Oh no, this, this doctor was in Brooklyn and am I making some sense? You are, but uh, we're both, I think. I don't get why you're so convinced that they're Because bu- <laughs> <laughs> I was working was- in an orthodontist office. Yeah, because I feel like I've seen a lot of Buharians and in exchange for money, they would give braces. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. You, you got also money got paid. And braces. Yeah, I got, I got, yeah. <laughs> so I, I definitely got Buharians. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely got paid. But no, they. But introduced me to these Buharians, you know. <laughs> you're going to love it. You're going to love a Buharian. Like, these are the Buharians that you I can't wait curious. for the Buharians to drag me uh, in, the, in the comments. Why are you going to have some, some tweets? Like, who's coming for you us? You want to see someone? Haggle, talk to a Buharian. Oh my God! There's oh, wow. they're running around Regal Park because that's where I grew up. Okay, and it was just like a bunch of Buharians from all over the world, from Georgia. I learned Georgia was a country. Didn't know. Yeah. Can we just go back to you got braces? Okay. So I got free braces from this doctor, and um, no, I was working for him, and um, I hated it, and so. Uh, I decided to, you know, I was like, I felt the pressure of like, because they were, they basically wanted me to have the braces so that I can show the patient. I have like, they, the patients can come in and say, Hey, okay, you guys know what you're talking about. Oh, you know? And so they God. know, they trust my opinion and stuff like that. So that's why they have they, like a lot of bad Yelp reviews that they had to put braces not, on you. To- not at all. They, he's, they have a ton of money. Um, but that's so funny. That's so weird. And it was the clear break. It was the, it was the, I had the brackets, but I had the clear brackets. Oh. Those things are expensive, you know? Yeah. I was imagining you okay here's what I, I was picturing you at like 14 being like yes come get these wraith like at no, this like reception I'm 30 years old yeah okay yeah so this that, this was recent uh, yeah I just got them off like a year ago oh my god congratulations thank you but I wow. think I think they forced it out of me because like I said I didn't I stopped working for them so then they, right. they try to make up some stuff like talking about oh you have a cavity and when I took them off uh-huh. the, I went to the, another dentist and he was like you don't have any cavities but mm. I think dentists, they just well, lie dentists, about cavities dentists are, are fickle as fuck yeah, they yeah. Are. every I've got yeah. I've like like change dentist because I was fi- trying to find the best one on Medicaid, so yeah. I auditioned like five people. Jesus, I and I, oh baby, everyone dentists suck. I there's no universal anyway healthcare. Yeah. Um, 
Wow, good for you that you had those bracelets. Your smile yeah. looks incredible for all the Thank podcasts. Listeners. I still I still have some more work that needs to be done um, because, like I said, mm. they took it off sooner than later. So I still have like a gap in the back, which you can't see. The you back can't of my see. Mouth. Yeah, so, the ladies so your teeth look perfect. Yeah. yeah, so I have some stuff. When at the right time, I'll get it done. But right now, it's just like whatever. I, I like it. Yeah, gap you know. in the back. Yeah, make that booty clap. Yeah. <laughs> okay, as the saying goes. Right, saying goes. exactly. If no, you don't use it. It kind of goes away. No, it just fades away. (laughs) All right. Well. Oh, my gosh. Let's talk about regrets. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. That's a great story. In relationships. Yeah. So I I framed what you initially told me under relationship regrets. Mm -hmm. because. But it sounds like you're going through something specific right now. Because when it comes to relationship regrets, mine are usually that I didn't get out of things soon enough. Right. But (laughs) yours is getting out of it in the first place. So what happens when you regret? Did you break up with this person? No. Okay. It was, I was, I was dumped, but then we have like a little, like my, we had a disagreement and then it just felt like after that we were just like, all right, what do we do from here? I was like, we were living together. So I was like, okay, should I move out? Whatever. Which I, which I did. Uh, It was a year. Um, and we, we moved in together sooner than that, but it was like, cool. Like we were just like. Fine. We were just your typical you all lesbians, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't weird. That part wasn't the weird part. It was adjusting. And I've never honestly lived with a partner. We did, We got along fine, but it was like adjustment period to everybody's routine, what they like, what they don't like, and stuff like that. And so I just felt like it was like, I think that it was like a lot of um, miscommunication and not really being open about like how we were feeling, you know? Mm. But... I don't know. So it's like, I don't want to say that it wasn't meant to happen because, you know, everything happens for a reason, of course, um, which is a saying too. Oh, I don't um, agree with that. But yeah, keep going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the one saying I disagree with. <laughs> but, but no, but no, it's like one of those, you like, because we're really close right now. And it's like, when you look at you, like, should we have, do oh, we go back? friends? Yeah, like we're cool, like oh. you know, sleeping together once in a while. You know what I mean? Like, does it stuff? I, like, I mean, she's I, gonna hear this. And she's gonna be like, "What the fuck were you?" T-? She, actually, she doesn't like listening to me on podcast, so she won't. So you're gonna to be it. fine. Well, also, yeah. she has to barrel through 20 minutes on Georgia, Italy, so <laughs> she won't go past that. Yeah. So it was it was one of those. So you know how like you go, you're iffy, but then you you're like, let me just go with the flow of my life and go mm-hmm. with like my journey because right now I'm on like this whole path of like, oh my god, like because as soon as that happened, I uh, I went to. To Norway and I had like this whole eat pray love moment so it's like oh my god is this what I should have let go a long time ago mm-hmm. but then you don't know if no this is gonna happen I don't know I don't know so it's really just very confusing right now <laughs> can I ask did you guys do any couples therapy no mm. I don't think she would have been she's open to it you okay. know so do you think that you moved in together too soon and yeah. that if you hadn't moved in together, that it probably would have yeah. still yeah. been working. Absolutely. We say yeah. that all the time. We were like, we'd totally be uh, closer if we didn't live together. I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not pointing fingers, but I, I think it was more of her having the problem than me. Mm. Um, because she's lived with the partner before. I haven't lived with the partner before. Um, but that's no one. That's nowhere to blame. It takes two people to make it work in a household together, yeah. right? Sure. So, um, so, yeah, it was really just hard to determine what was the set off and we're both like there's times we're like we're looking at each other like we still love each other but it's like what are we doing right now I'm confused like just what are you doing so it's like you don't know if you have regrets of like splitting up but you know in life people are like oh well time will tell but yeah by that time in the lesbian community you've done like banged like 50 more people you know mm-hmm. and it's like you've done forgotten about 
that ex and mm-hmm. not that I'm doing that right now, but I'm just saying Yeah. Oh that, no, I have that people still am. people yeah. are right can read on the top of your head that you can that you're single now and you know, at the at the um, Elwood premiere, one girl like was digging through her purse. She was drunk, and she just looked at me, and she's like, "You're really hot." She's like, "Can I get your number?" And she shoves her phone in my face, and I'm like, uh-huh. "Okay, well, I guess I have to give you the right number right now." Uh-huh. And um, and so like she calls because she calls my phone, and I was like, "All right, I got it." And then she's like, "You're really so cute." Yeah, she's yeah. like, she, she's like, "No, you're really cute." And then like asked me what I did and stuff like that, and then. She's like, well, I need to leave because too many of all of my exes are here. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So she's like, I'm going to get out of here. And by the way, do you have a dog? And I was like, no. And she's like, okay. And then she just left. I was like, mm. is this dating now? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> an exchange like that will make you regret not being in a relationship. That's what I, said. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, yeah. tequila, 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 tequila. <laughs> but also like people, uh, the thing I've learned to appreciate is that I could talk to a shoelace, but most people are super socially anxious and awkward, right? So like me, a, someone to come up to me and tell me that they think I'm hot. They're probably, at the times I've done it, aka like the one time, I thought yeah. I was going to vomit. Mm-hmm. And so I can only imagine somebody else doing that and the amount of courage. Like, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm also very innocent and assume things are innocuous. And it's like, oh, that person was high off Molly and I had no idea. Same. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, I don't know. When I broke up with my ex, she stole money from me. Oh. And I still hooked up with her afterwards. Oh, yeah. My parents aren't listening because <laughs> um, uh, they were real mad about her. Yeah. Uh, so was wow. I. But so I Was had- it like a... I'm guessing a significant amount. She sold three grand. And so wow. I had to wow. uh, I had to go to court and it took a year <gasps> to go to court. And I remember I had to go to night court, which night court's super funny because day court's like all the regular regular people. Yeah. And night court are like all the immigrants that like work so hard and they have to like sue somebody so they don't speak English. And the guy that runs it is so overwhelmed by people not understanding him. Like the switch is literally night and day. The person Jeez. like the, oh the day God. court guy is like, all right, everybody have a fantastic day. And Night court's like night court's here. Yeah. My name's Eric Wilkinson. <laughs> and like it was demonic. I uh, thought night court was just a TV show. No, I didn't no, know no. it's yeah. like an actual thing. It's like no, it's thing. literally you have to pick a time slot. And like my ex was there with her dad. Her dad had no idea. Wow. It was all anyway. This is yeah. not my podcast. Right. But the point is that when we broke up and we hooked up on and off for like two months, granted, mm-hmm. this person like committed a crime against me. Yeah. But that emotional connection That's with someone. It, yeah. Is really hard. That relationship taught me a lot because I was so codependent and granted she was hyper manipulative. So she probably set things up to make it that way. But I couldn't even send an email after we broke up because I always was like, can you just check this work email and see if it's okay? Like that's the point where I was just like, what do I even do? Because I was so insecure in myself. I was used to that hybrid, which was both of us. So when you're alone and by yourself and really have to figure things out, it's a whole different chapter and path you have to take so Mm -hmm. with my partner now we were so conscious about yes we're hyper codependent but like I take me time all the time I make her leave yeah we love we hang out with each other for six months in a row every night and like yeah and we just try to make sure that we create those healthy boundaries because otherwise yeah back to night court Okay, who's ready for a true story? When I entered my MFA program this fall, I knew I was going to have so little time for cooking. So I wanted a solution that would let me have tasty, healthy meals in a flash so that after class, I could still have time and energy to be gay. 
So I signed up for Factor, which ships you ready-to-eat meals that are chef-created and dietitian approved They're fresh, never frozen, so all you have to do is stick them in the microwave for two minutes, and then they're nice and done. Um, the weekly menu has over 35 options. The salmon entrees are always my personal favorite, but they have um, a lot of things you can choose from, options for different dietary needs like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. They also have add-ons for when you don't need an entire meal. Um, I tried some good cookies and some jerky. Uh, no prep, no mess, and when I looked into it financially, which was one of my main concerns, it was actually less expensive than uh, takeout and honestly really close to the cost of buying ingredients at the grocery store down my block in New York City. Uh, and then I saved a lot of time. So to me, it was definitely worth it. Did I mention that the meals are also really delicious? Like I've yet to try one that I didn't like. So if that sounds good to you, I think you should give it a try too. Head to factormeals.com slash dykingout50 and use code dykingout50 to get 50% off. That's code dykingout50 at factormeals.com slash dykingout50 to get 50% off. Do you know how much you have in common with some of your favorite celebrities, leaders, Newsmakers, I'm Evelyn, the host of Reppin, where you'll meet notable people you think you know. You'll find out who they really are and what they represent. Listen to Reppin wherever you get your podcasts. And we and that was our goal. That was our main goal was like making sure we had like separating separate uh, separate time um, moments. And but mm. I just felt there was a moment where like maybe she had wanted to be too uh, like like it was almost like. Uh, kind of wanting to have her me time or like mm. have time to the point where like I didn't know like any like where she would go or like where she you know it's like uh, it's yeah. like oh I just I, but for once I want to just do my own thing and I was like I get that but you're in a relationship too mm. and I felt that way but I was like we could have gone about this a different way like we have you have to set things like routine because I said that to her before I was like I don't want to have one be in one of those relationships where we get lost in each other like I have my comedy career I have things I'm like mm -hmm. literally at a like doing something all the time and I don't yeah. have time to like if we if I she's lucky if like we have like movie nights and dinner and mm -hmm. whatever like that because it's just like my mind is just on the go and I've been single for so long that yeah. it's like to snap out of that and when that person gives that they're like hey well I want to spend this much time with you and I was right. like okay well let me make an exception and and then you feel like it just gets thrown in your face because right. it's like, you know, oh, I could have made sure we had our space and our own thing. I could have made sure that we didn't like move in together right away. Like it's just right. just miscommunication through it all. Can I ask about that then? So mm -hmm. like, do you feel like where do you think the miscommunication started? Uh, oh, gosh, um, probably with the with the whole move-in situation. I think mm -hmm. that we definitely made a decision to jump in with it, but I think that she went, like, at a certain point, she was like, I don't really want, like, I don't, like, maybe a little hesitant, but just, like, going with the flow of things. Because mm -hmm. then as soon as we moved in, I was like, I'll, I can move out. We'll still, I mean, we'll still be together and stuff. I can move out. So we made it a plan, mm -hmm. but then it was almost like, she was also offended by it. So it was really hard to tell how So she, she wasn't felt. really being honest with herself, it sounds like. or I don't know. Or and, at least not being honest with you about no, what she No, like just open yeah. it up. You know, like some people, I understand because some people, I have a friend who's like that, that like they don't like facing certain things or they don't like discussing things that are too deep. Yeah. And yeah. that's the scary part because that's hard. That's I'm a very hard I'm person open. to be in a relationship with. Yeah. yeah. Well, also it's a hard skill to have. Like I only think I can emotionally communicate at a quote unquote 
average level because yeah. I've been doing therapy for like nine years. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like I used to be same. Yeah. Like, don't know. I'm on my own thing. Can't talk about it. Won't talk about yeah. it. Yeah. And then like year four was like, oh, I see. I need to tell you what I need. And right. it feels like this is how you make me feel. Yeah. Right? Whatever's happening. But yeah. it's crazy. That's also why I asked about couples therapy. Because mm-hmm. even if it's like you're going to be together. It would have been effective. I think it would have been effective. But I mm-hmm. think that because um, we're both like uh we're both like on our own like we we both have a connection with our on our own spiritual path like I meditate all the time mm-hmm. and she's Buddhist so it's like uh we have like our own thing like when she's she's praying in the morning like I'm meditating as well yeah. so we have our like our place where we connect with ourselves first and then we try to come together on with a clear mind but it's just like that would have been effective but then it's kind of hard to convince somebody that like to spend some money or just to go to like therapy and mm-hmm. say, hey, I think this will work for us because in a way we're still fresh. So it's like if we have to go all the way to therapy, is it worth fighting this hard fight for? Because like and we're under a year, you know? Yeah. I, like, I went to therapy at a year. Oh, okay. I, think, I think it's better to. I think that's the time like when you probably need it. I know? think because it happens yeah. to forming and you need to break those yeah. apart and yeah. dissect it. I also think for the queer community, there's a lot of like we went to therapy for free. I even mm-hmm. went to therapy with a friend. Mm-hmm. I just think you need a middle person. I don't think the actual therapy is effective because I can break stuff down in 15 minutes. I'm like, here's this, here's this. Yeah. But like citizens or people that aren't performers are like, um, you know, yeah. they need a little bit more time. Yeah. Or if they're not like used to therapy, they need more time to like unveil and unpack. Yeah. But like going with my friend was so helpful. I mean, there's just stuff that you need another person that's trained and qualified. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And uh, like, I'm just here. I'm I'm being sort of like a devil's advocate that's pushing for this. I think whatever your decision is is always the right one. Well, you, it sounds like you're in a yeah. place of of indecision. Like I, yeah. I tend to stick in relationships until they get to a very critical breaking point mm-hmm. where where I'm like I, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. yeah. So then so then when it breaks off. Yeah. I don't have regrets because you, I'm like, it's done. Same. It's over and there's no looking yeah. back. I same. mean, I did have, I had a relationship uh, throughout college that was uh, on again, off again. And that was just such a hard Ooh. place to be. Yeah. Of Do they listen to the podcast? Uh, so they did until <gasps> I talked about them once on it and they weren't too happy about that. Yeah. And then that was kind of... I doubt they listen. It's, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it's right. Because I don't know what ja, to expect. Ja, ja, ja. Yeah. Podcaster yeah. problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like she's going to like hear like the first three words and be like, okay, I'm going to just, if it's about me. She doesn't want to hear it because I, I actually had a positive podcast that I was uh, um, on and I talked. I was like, just listen to this. Listen to what I have to say. And it was really just how we met. And she's like, I don't want to hear this. But it, yeah. is, it is a weird thing. It is about yeah. love. Debbie, like. Let's know about us. I want to hear yeah. your opinion. I want to hear your side. Yeah. But yeah, I've definitely. Well, it sounds like you're on two different pages then as it, well. It, 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 yeah. is, it is two different pages because I don't know. At this point in life and the place that we're at, even though we're really close and we get along and she's a great human being. But at this point, I don't know what she wants or what she's looking for or what anything is. So it's really just I, I'm i giving. It's not so much giving at a certain time frame. It's just mm. like there's going to be a come become a point where you're not going to get like this piece of me that I because I give her everything like all of my energy but I'm just like there's going to become a piece where if you don't seem like like you're not putting out any I'm not saying she needs to give me like all this energy and effort but I'm just saying like if 
I don't see no, somebody she, probably, if, if things are not being reciprocated yeah. why am I going to put myself out there because I've yeah. been in a toxic situation before where like it when it explodes and it goes bad like I don't mm-hmm. want to get to that point where I hate yeah. somebody right. you know and in order for it not to get to that place both of your needs have to be met and right now it sounds like she just cares about getting her needs met mm-hmm. even though maybe she she's clear or unclear on what those she, needs are she prays a lot she <laughs> she she know she know no she definitely knows she has her list she knows of, her needs of, yeah she she does like she was the one that got me into like love languages and stuff like that mm. and i'm just like it's not just about like reading a book and listing things you know it's really or like doing a chart together there's more to this well are you so are you someone that because i was a i have i've only had three girlfriends mm-hmm. i don't have time to waste like yeah. i hot women used to get further with me now i'm like you have two weeks of my time at best yeah. which is not like um i'm not saying that to be a type of way i just mean it like i just don't have a lot of time yeah. and like physical attraction is one thing but like an emotional connection is something that, that i will invest in yeah and i don't have time otherwise like attraction is i could find that i could go anywhere and hook mm-hmm. up with whatever mm-hmm. um but so i'm wondering if you're someone that's like if i'm investing in you i'm investing because the, this is important to me. It is. And I took a minute with it. You know what I mean? Like we had a great, we started out amazing. Like we did, um, we did like, we would do couples meditation together. Mm. Uh, we did it on a rooftop. Like when the Ooh. sun was setting, it was very romantic. Call the L word. Yeah. We've we got we, a new episode. <laughs> yeah. Love line. We wrote down our desires and what we wanted in life separately. And then also within, wow. re- within a relationship. Like oh, we, re- we, 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 a lot of people we don't really do that. Built a, no, that, that <laughs> wow. got me like, I was just like yo, I see why you're confused. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, because that's what I'm saying. She's an amazing. She when I'm telling you, like that's the bet. That's like because I I you really bet <laughs> the best, and I like I'm, I'm like I'm having another thought as I'm like. Uh, trying to say I, I thought you were accidentally had like a slip like Joe Biden when he called that guy fat. No, <laughs> and they're like, no, he said facts. No. No, mm-hmm. she she really is a great human being. And I'm just like, this is what I always wanted. Like if I because at this point in life, I'm going to be 35 in a few weeks. So mm-hmm. it's like I'm not I'm not on this timeline, but I just know that, you know, marriage is in the books like for me. And I do want it to happen. And yeah. I do want maybe a kid or something if it's possible. Totally. Um, And I would um, and I would like just, you know, I want to have somebody that I can grow with, but I also don't want to just have these wasted one year, you know, relationships that are just going to, I'm like, I'm yeah. past those. I'm not in my twenties anymore and it's old. Well, that's, well. that's why I, so I personally don't believe in everything happens for a reason. I'm more of a, if you're not obsessed with your life, change it type mm-hmm. of person. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like this is those weird crossroads where if you don't love what's happening, you mm-hmm. need to change it. Yeah. Cause, yeah. cause there's no, time I yeah. have no time for negative energy I have no time for confusion and it gets bored, boring doing the same thing over and over I was like I've been in a relationship where we did this and this happened I know the results mm-hmm. from all of this so why are we doing this so if we're not going to work out we take our break we do go our separate ways totally. but and maybe we can be friends at some point that's it yeah. oh at some point exactly like I'm mm-hmm. not she's one of those like oh but I can see us still being friends I'm like I need a minute like, yeah. <laughs> yeah you need to separate I just for... sat on your face yeah. a couple weeks ago oh my god <laughs> exactly thank you I need the to find a new was in there we yeah. were like very intimate sorry that was a lot but um yeah. i have to buy new toys yeah. exactly oh yeah. it's a whole thing right yeah, it's a whole yeah. Thing. yeah yeah i don't know when i think about like regrets and past relationships it's hard because now that i'm in a place where i'm so happy and you, you look back on your life and you're like well i can't regret anything or else i wouldn't be exactly where i am right now like right. if i didn't Same. marry 
my first wife, mm-hmm. would I have moved to New York? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And right. then would I have like gotten the jobs that I did that led me to they, meeting They're part of your journey. And that, Cecilia. And I said that to my ex. I was like, you know, I thank her. I'm grateful for yeah. anything. I show gratitude. But I'm like, I like thank you. And I thank you because you were you you led me to this point where I'm at right now. Like I had to see things in a different way, a different perspective, a different light in order to like be Mm -hmm. in a place that I am right now. I'm like, she met me in a good place. And regardless of if we're together or not, I'm a better person than I was before that, this relationship, my past relationship was very toxic and I was toxic driven and ego driven and all that stuff. So in this place right now, like this led you to you meeting your wife, you know, and same for you and your girlfriend. It's like everything led us here. And that's the one thing that I just, just say, thankful, should, like, thank you for fucking it up, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or not yeah. really fucking it up, but just like, thank you for the lessons that I had to to learn within all of this. That's a very there. positive uh, place and perspective to take. Because I'm still mad at my ex. I'm like, I went through so many hoops. No, yeah. I think I, I, uh, I had to get to a place of forgiveness and it took me a long time. Did she pay yeah. you back though? Oh, I sued her. Yeah, I went okay. to court. Yeah. yeah, I mean, very slowly. Yeah, and uh, creepily because her sister started Venmoing me, and I was like, "Are oh, you? Wow. Who are you? What are you trying to do?" Yeah. Um, but I had to get to a place of forgiveness with her. I think all trauma is like the recovery from trauma is cyclical, so you really mm-hmm. just need to take your time. And there's going to be dips and valleys and peaks. Yeah. But I think looking at stuff like that that is quote unquote negative in your life, you really have to grow from it and ideally you do grow from it Mm -hmm. or you're still learning from it before you can grow from it exactly but i learned i mean i know so much about finance now that i did not know thanks to that woman (laughs) i truly no i'm not kidding i had taken out a credit card and i was paid it off and i thought it was like done or whatever had no idea about what it was to have no idea and now i've learned just so much because of one thing where luckily it wasn't worse yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and even for you, it's like you could have been with this person for 10 years. I, I look at that, too. I'm like, at least yeah. I know because I know now. fine, to, but, you know. No, but it's good to read the signs before you're, ooh, deep into it. You know, like I love yeah. her, but I, it's like I like to be we know how it feels like we're, we're so blind by mm-hmm. whatever they could do wrong. You know, we like sure we, they can literally tell us like walk us. You know, like it's a Pinocchio or like with a string puppet yeah. or something like dangling. <laughs> but that's around. also but that's also the manipulation. Like it is, that was like yeah. my previous relationship. That mm-hmm. woman, I mean, she was a video music girl, and I was like, whatever you want, baby. Like, <laughs> we dressed like Lad and Kim and Kanye, and oh, I was that, like, oh, great. Wow. Before they were problematic. I yeah. mean, were they ever not? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, it was ins- It was very ego driven. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I felt I've. I just am aligning with the idea of like, I feel almost triggered because that's exactly how I felt Mm -hmm. in my last relationship where I was like, oh my God, yeah. And then it was like, what are we going to do? It's like, bitch, this woman just stole money from you. Just like, call it a day. And the best sex is is like when you're broken up. Yes, but oh man, she was a bell princess. Oh, Oh, I love breakup sex. Oh, no, I will not have it. I will. You said breakup sex. I yeah. I I yeah. But you're like a respectful person. After (laughs) I am not. That's no. That's good. That's a good. That's good. Because it's like so yeah. hard. That's gr- that, I, I do. I agree. I think it's even a wonderful with the, thing. Even with like the on again, off again, it was never that we became on again because we started sleeping together. Mm-hmm. It was like a lot of 
painful conversations <laughs> where it was like, okay, let's give this another go. And yeah. now I'll sleep with you again. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, gotcha. so can I ask, are you guys, because I had this recently where I hooked up with someone. I love kissing. I'm like a PG slut and that I'll make out with everyone in a bar <laughs> if we have enough time, right? Because yeah. for me, I'm like, it took me a long time to get there and be like, yeah, I can be slutty, but truly I'm sort of, you know, an innocent slut. That was me in college. Yes. Just making out with everyone. Just yeah. making out with everyone. Yeah. But I also like truly, I just like it, whatever. So I had hooked up with this person and we ran into each other at the bar and I was like, oh, great. And we were drinking and I was like, I'm in an open relationship. Okay. And so I was like, we oh. were too. Yeah. Well, yeah. It I didn't mean, work out though. It didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. um, and so I was like, oh, this is great. Like, we'll just, we'll both hook up. It's like we're drinking, yeah. it's casual. And she was like, wanted nothing to do with it. And I spoke about this with some of my uh, cis straight femme friends mm -hmm. and they were like, no, oh my God, if I run into someone that I've hooked up with, I'm like so freaked out and like don't want to hook up again. Mm. I'm asked polling the people, is this a thing? Do you guys freak out if you see someone? I mean, no. you have to go back into your memory. I have a fuck buddy where like literally I met her when I first, not really first got on Tinder, but like probably the first like really real date. And we liked each other, but I found out later that, um, you know, she had just a, another situation going on. So that's the mm -hmm. reason why we couldn't like really, really be together. Mm -hmm. But anyway, we continued to sleep together as long when, when, when I was oh, single. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Um, we slept together a lot and mm -hmm. we still did. And we do that every time we're single. And we mm -hmm. really just don't. And I think recently I asked if I like to take her on a date and she was like, oh, let's keep it the way it is. I'm like, uh, you're right. You know, I respect that shit because I would yeah. rather somebody be open with me with what it is. And yeah. let's not let's not beat but, around the bush. So you're you're cool with it. I'm really cool with it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't freak out. If I see someone who I've hooked up with mm. in the past, that's a yeah, question. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't. Casual. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Casual. Mm. That doesn't bother me at all. At all. And I'm I'm the type of person where I love keeping in touch with people mm -hmm. from throughout my life. And, and I, mm -hmm. you know, love to catch up with people. Even like my last trip to L.A., I grabbed coffee with a guy I worked with as Not a teenager in a movie theater. Go. Like, <laughs> no, no, I was but like, grabbed what? <laughs> a coffee. Got very coffee. A coffee. Specific, yeah. With a gay man yeah. that... But I, I worked with him mm -hmm. when neither of us were out. And I'm like, well, we're both out. We both work in, in entertainment. Let's yeah. grab a coffee. Mm -hmm. uh, and to me, that's like not awkward or uncomfortable. Like yeah. whether but you not, had hooked up. No, no, not with him. Uh, no, no. But I'm just saying like in general. In general. Like <laughs> Carla, if, I'm saying you've pounded okay. Okay. vaginas yeah. or other genitalia. Yes. And you see them again. Yeah. And maybe you're going to hook up. Maybe you won't. But are you freaking out about it? Oh, I mean, it's, it's never a... It's never a maybe I will hook up with them again because I'm always in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But yeah, yeah. but yeah it doesn't bother me. Okay. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, I, don't I don't find it awkward. Okay, yeah, I don't know. I was really like, oh, okay. And my friends were like, oh, she was probably freaking out and anxious. I was like, but why? Like, it's okay. Like, we're just... I, no, I get... Which I understand. Again, this is my newfound empathy for people that are more yeah. anxious because I'm not. And I'm like, great. This is like, we're both I can pretty. See, yeah. I can see maybe they're anxious if like they were hoping that you would call or there'd be like something more and then no, they felt it wasn't, stupid. No, no, no. It wasn't she didn't like have that. feelings no, no, no. or anything. Okay. Right? No, 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 okay. no, 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 right. no, no, no. Oh my God, no. It was more, maybe it was that I've been on a white woman band and she was one of the last of my white women bands. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh man. Oh boy. I have, a, I've had, did a white woman Netflix binge, let's just say, oh, as wow. of late and I need to, I, I started a band. You had to give it a break for a <laughs> I second. I started a band and then yeah. I was going to re-lift, up, uplift the band, lift the band for this woman and uh, she was like, nope, keep the band. <laughs> Uh, that is so funny. Yeah. 
So anyway, I yeah. do really well with rejection. We're doing so good. Yeah. yeah. You, I mean, you have to. You have to feel comfortable. Like, that's just like if you go and reach for a hug and somebody says, mm, I'm okay. not everybody likes hugs. Yeah. So you can't yeah. like just automatically assume. Because we, me and my ex did take an intimacy course. We did a lot of shit together. Yeah. Um, Man, and- this is like a textbook <laughs> relationship. It's like someone gave you a manual of like how to lesbian. Yeah. And then you opened it up and followed all the rules. Yeah. And we like, because she was very big on like, we, we loved nudity. We loved our sexuality. We were open. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a new thing for the both of us. So it was mm-hmm. that ha- that was also one thing we were trying to build on because mm-hmm. we ha- there was a lot of learning to do. Where she like oh, totally. wanted to just jump in. I'm like, no, that's not what we're not going to do. Yeah. Uh, let's make sure that we we know each other enough first before we yeah. get to that next level. I don't mind it happening, mm-hmm. but like let's make sure that we're comfortable and we're on the same page with everything yeah right. you need to be um, at a certain level of security I think yeah it is, a, it is yeah. we had to be because definitely when we had the discussion it wasn't that wasn't the well, case I would, well I would say it depends on each couple like I know sure because I do yeah because the other thought I had about it is that I don't know if this is just like my straight femme mm-hmm. friends or my straight like female friends versus like my queer male friends who are like yeah no like whatever like who gives a fuck yeah there is sort of this like weird conditioning where men like have just more sex whereas like queer women have quote unquote less sex yeah and so I feel like my queer male friends that are in open relationships are like no like we didn't need Mm-hmm. Like sex is just sex versus like I we also didn't like we were open but we neither one of us engaged in anything until like after the first year. Yeah, mm. I think it, I, also like, I just don't have time. Yeah, like, that too. Like, uh, I was just like it's nice to ha- have options, but at the same time, um, I was like I think we need to be like at least a li- like a little over a year. I feel like there's just more time we need because I I said I was like I'm not uncomfortable with being open. I'm uncomfortable because I don't feel like we're. We're mm-hmm. in a place where we need to be. Right. There. right. Yeah. yeah, that was my girlfriend yeah. too. Robbie Hoffman has a great joke about polyamory mm-hmm. and having time for it and how basically nobody who's successful is polyamorous. <laughs> She's like, there's no federal judge who's polyamorous. Right. Like, you cannot have time for polyamory. You can, especially when you're so busy and I'm just like... Yeah. Because you got to communicate imagine. with your partner yeah. about who you're meeting and who you're going to be yeah. with, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, I guess in our situation, we're lucky because we like are lucky for the openness. We travel. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean, so like, you know, if Tess te- is gone for a month I'm horny after day two so I'm like mm, yeah. interesting yeah. that barista looks yeah. very different I mean that's also like me engaging in my own sexuality which I think took me a really long time mm-hmm. whereas I would think it was a I used to think it was like a negative thing or kind of like something I was atoning for yeah. where it's like oh I have to repress this sexuality and then mm. it took me just years to be like oh this is wonderful and like it's like different and we're all on different levels yeah. and like, we don't talk about it enough and I only really hear it from like my queer, uh, queer male friends oh okay. My quail friends. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I guess I'm just trying to drive the narrative and open up the dialogue. Yeah. Because we need two people. Yeah. Actually, the I have friends who are in open relationship and it's actually a guy and a girl and mm-hmm. she's queer. Uh, she... Um, and I asked her recently, I was like, oh, do you, cause she used to go on dates with other guys or go out with other guys, you know, whatever. But she was like, no. And once I realized that, like, I already have a guy. So like, I like girls. So she goes oh, to explore and explores that. with the woman. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's cool. And she's like, yeah, we started out, um, you know, 
going um, at whoever was out of town, then we would do it that yeah. way. And now it's kind of like they're comfortable enough. They've all, they've been together for like maybe three or four years. Mm-hmm. And she's like, now we're comfortable enough to like, it doesn't matter if we're out of town. Like, yeah. you know, I'll just let them know, hey, I'm not going to come home. He already mm-hmm. knows like who this person is and things like sure. that. And I'm sure it took a while. She's like, the only time it was uncomfortable was when we didn't communicate. And it totally. was very, a, lo- a lot of That's silence. That's so important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, when you fuck up that communication. Because I've only done it once where we've both been in town. And, oh, okay. Ooh, the bath long conversations we had to have. Yeah. I mean, you need you can't have it all. Like yeah. you have to yeah. if you're gonna engage in that complicated relationship yeah. with some partners, it may be quote unquote easier, but it's like with my partner, we talk a lot about it. Yeah. You have uh, to. I would like I love that. I love mm. being because I want to be on the same page. I don't want to look yeah. an idiot, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. she says that all the fucking time. She's like, I just don't want to look dumb. And I'm like, Yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah. But I'm also like, go do your thing. Cause I'm her first uh female partner okay. if you can call me a lady <laughs> but uh her first lady partner. right whatever so i'm like you gotta i want you to get out there and it's funny because my what i want her to do is the same thing for me i want her to soccer soccer coach me and be yeah. like get out there and go do that so i do that yeah. to her and yeah. she's like no i hate it when you do that and i'm like i had no idea yeah i thought i was opening the space for you and she's like no why would i like you screaming at me yeah. <laughs> blowing a referee whistle and i'm like because that's what i want right it's so fucking dumb but yes you don't know where someone's Gotta coming from. Has she, but she's been with... Uh, yeah, she's been with other okay. people. Yeah. Okay. She uh, kissed a lady in the Philippines. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, mm. she a um, uh, uh, Latin lady. And I was like, oh, I see. Are you trying to make me jealous? Because it's working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and apparently someone pulled the woman away and I was like, oh, I'm so upset for her. Mm-hmm. No, I want her to get it in all the time. I want yeah. her to... She's a hot Australian lawyer. I want her... Oh, what nice. is she doing with this idiot? <laughs> I want her to get out there. She gets hit on all the time. I'm like, oh my God, absolutely go for it. Yeah. But she's she's older too. She's 35 as well. So mm-hmm. I think like she, she knows herself and knows what she wants and needs. And I, you know... She'll figure it out whenever, whenever she's out there. Yeah, the I like that. I like that. Um, I like hearing um, other successful relationships with openness and stuff because this is new for me, and I was so oh, against yeah. it because the first girl relationship I had um, when I was like oh my god like 22 or 23 mm. um, my ex I was like yeah I, I was nervous about being an official so I was just like let's be open and oh yeah. she went open right away right. Yeah, <laughs> and I didn't even I was like we hadn't even sat down talking but just like why don't we be open and she <laughs> yeah. just she was, she was out like, there absolutely she was yeah. out there doing it and I had a whole other relationship going mm-hmm. on you know so it sounds like you would be open to being open in your next relationship, or I would. It, now that I under like, yeah, I'm grow. It's growing with me. Is I that was something like, you want? Is it like a no, mandatory, or it's, like it's not? I'm it depends de- on the other person. It depends on the other person. It depends on a good other person. Uh, yeah, I would be open for it, yeah. but. I am very much like I love being in a monogamous relationship and I love just that one-on-one because I, for, to me, I was like, I get too busy and my mind, when I get distracted too much, then it could go in other places. Mm-hmm. So I, if it's a good, solid, strong relationship where we're like, okay, we can do this. Like, you okay. have to know why you want to do it. Like, yeah. yeah, mine was a lot of like POC reaffirming, okay. hence the white woman ban, where mm-hmm. I'm like, what am I doing with these white women that, yeah. I'm basically trying to date the white women that like were mean to me playing soccer. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, we got it. We're done with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're very hot for problem 
traumatic reasons. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like my version of daddy issues, but it's like white women I played soccer yeah. with. And so for me, it's like, so oh. So is Kate Sisk. She was really mean to you. Kate Sisk yeah. was super mean. <laughs> Kate Sisk is uh, part Puerto Rican though and speaks Spanish fluently. That is right. Mm-hmm. I forget that about the Puerto Rican yeah, national team. That's I'm right. Kate Sisk's manager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, they, uh, no, yeah, they date a Colombian actually. They date a Colombian lawyer. Uh, so we have the same life is what I'm saying but um, yeah it was really important for me to like be able to continue to explore that all my previous partners were uh, women of color and so I was like oh I want to continue that my girlfriend's white it took me like two years to get over that and so my reasoning was a lot of I want to be open and like affirm my sort of like race shit I'm dealing with and also my sexual shit mm-hmm. that I'm dealing with yeah. and I can't be I'm too young to be in this monogamous relationship mm-hmm. I will live with regrets if yeah. I be, if I stay in this monogamous relationship right. even though I'm like this is going this is my wife like we view yeah. each other as life partners yeah but I'm like I this would have fallen apart if we were in a monogamous relationship yeah, yeah. and that's a that's a great reason for that um mine was and that's what I don't want to be involved with something like oh this is because this is what they want to do you know, mm, yeah. that's because yeah. that's kind of how it got started. And I was angry and I was like, I don't get this. I don't get why they're, mm. they exist and why open really. Right. Like I was so pissed off. And then it, yeah. it's very annoying. Yeah. I understand the idea of it because people think you're just being a Lothario, especially yeah. me. They're like, okay, well, not, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't understand. They like don't see the, there's no validation mm-hmm. in an open relationship. And yeah. so it's kind of like. Everyone's like, okay, sure, have fun with that. Um, But yeah, I I understand that. There's a lot of reverse conditioning that has to be done Mm -hmm. with the openness. So I understand your anger. Yeah. So, yeah. My mind keeps going back to before when you were talking about regrets and trauma and Mm -hmm. cycling. It's what I regret in relationships. A lot of time it's like how bad I let people treat me or how long I went without my needs being met. And it's Mm -hmm. hard not to... To regret that, even though, you know, I think I learned from it and then I catch myself falling to these same patterns with like different types of people throughout my life. And yeah, it's like at what point, I don't know, regret is just like a, such a hard thing because there are things that I regret. And then I always go back to that point. That's like, well, I guess this had to happen for me to get to that too. Where but I we're am. also comedians, so we naturally live in embarrassment. It's like I <laughs> yeah. feel like I feel every like it's day, the main emo- but it's like the main emotion that I understand and live in. Yeah. And I ha- I had to understand that, oh, the reason why I became a comedian is because my love language is mortification. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the reason why I date these people is because I love to be mistreated and to be entertaining. Yeah. So like I'll yeah. date a hot girl that's mean to me because I uh, you know what I mean? Like, just, <laughs> there's nothing smart in that. It's you know, just bad habits. Yeah. I've never thought about that and I'm glad I'm going to therapy tomorrow. But yeah, to, to debrief. <laughs> well, I will say my therapist pointed out that I laugh a lot when I talk about the most traumatic memories I have. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, yeah, why do you think I'm a comedian? But I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I wonder if I almost like seek out people who are mean to me because laughter is my defense and I like the, the right. laughing. I have awkward. And I like the comedic defense. Yeah. I have that problem Ooh. too. I laugh at <laughs> anytime I'm super nervous or something's very uncomfortable, I laugh very hard. Yeah. And if it's like, even when I uh, I have like to deliver, like even some like embarrassing news or something I read in like the newspaper or whatever, mm-hmm. um, 
I'll start laugh like something will make me but I'm like it's not funny but and I keep telling like I'll say that in the middle but I'm just like I'm really sorry I have like this weird awkward laugh in between things and I I don't know if it's comedy or I've always been that way but I think comedy has definitely like made it no it's much more difficult yeah, it is, um, to, like, yeah yeah totally it's I mean I do my girlfriend and I we had we've literally had to talk about this like five different times where mm-hmm. she's like you're laughing and I don't understand why and yeah. I'm like because I am nervous babe yeah. and she's like you're smiling at me and I'm like how do you think I get through these general meetings I'm scared shitless and I'm just smiling through it so they're like have no idea what's going on or just like wow what a charming person meanwhile in my head I'm like what do I do this is petrifying I think the most frustrating thing for Cecilia with me probably is that when we're having like an argument about something Mm -hmm. I laugh a lot because (laughs) I find the argument very funny but to her it communicates you're laughing at me and you don't take me seriously why are you laughing at me and Mm -hmm. I'm like I'm not laughing at you she's like I'm literally looking at you laughing (laughs) at me right now and I just laugh harder but so the thing is also I think we're storytellers too so we have to process emotion faster so instead of like being present in the moment I'm already like this is really funny where am I going to talk about this and it's like what same. is wrong with oh you? We're in this moment oh together. So I yeah. will do that same thing where something's going on. I'm like, this is so awkward, but I love it. And it's yeah. like, you are 10 steps yeah. too ahead of this scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah for it, sure. Or there was plenty of times where I'm like venting about something and to someone and they'll start laughing. And I'm just like, no, I'm really not trying to be funny. Like mm-hmm. I'm really just expressing. And uh, there's plenty of times uh, I've even literally taken, and I'm, I'm not that comedian that talks about my jokes like you know in discussion yeah oh, I, I i've done it so t- <laughs> i only i but the only the only time i check out when the co- comics doing that is literally when they're doing the setup the premises up the punchline and all that stuff and i'm just like if you're telling a story that's different right because usually you tell a story and then you can get up on stage and you can say that and it's going to be funny too but when somebody is like literally going into the conversation they're like hey i want to say this just to make you laugh like it just becomes a little bit forced and i'm just like all right you lost me there you yeah. Know? yeah and there's a lot of awkward comedians who don't know how to communicate yeah. or their social anxiety there mm-hmm. and that's what they do to cover up because they're really funny on stage but off stage they look like like a ghost they just saw a ghost you know <laughs> I've yeah. given up on talking to comedians on, I, I can't I have no idea Yeah, yeah I, I, I think also people are freaked out by like genuine or comedians are freaked out by genuine people and I'm yeah. like hey how are you and they're like Oh my God. Well, I'm, I'm working on this fun thing. And I'm like, no, I just asked, how are you? Well, I'm going to LA for a pilot. No, I don't. Right, you know, what right. are you doing? That's not comedy related. And yeah. people are like, can't. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we are running out of time on this topic, which I regret. Oh, ding, ding. Uh, we do need to get to our listener question and help one of our lovely listeners solve a problem in their life. So, mm. I'm a 22-year-old Arab woman born and raised and also queer. Outside of my family, I'm very out proud and try to help people navigate through queerness in a place where being queer is still not only taboo and seen as a sin, but it's also illegal if said out loud. I'm truly proud of who I am and not afraid of being queer, even in the Middle East. Good on you, because uh, that sounds <laughs> very scary. Yeah, uh, but people make it seem that if I'm not out to my parents, that I'm not out, or that I'm ashamed of it. When in reality, I would say I'm keeping their feelings in mind. Uh, it is legal to be gay where I'm from, and my parents are not young people and grew up in times 
were much more Islamically aggressive. If I came out to them, I know they wouldn't disown me or not love me, but it would burden them. Do you think if someone is not out to their parents for reasons other than being scared of their parents, that they are actually not out? My gut reaction is whoever are these people that are telling you you're not out or whatever, drop them. Yeah. (laughs) Do not listen to them. My other gut reaction is no one here is qualified to answer this question. Oh, for sure. For sure. Whoa. I mean, I haven't come out to my grandfather. Everyone else knows in my family. My grandfather's in Colombia. He's like in his 90s. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, I didn't, are, I didn't come out to my French grandmother. She was, you know, old you and know, in France. Yeah. And I'm like, what's what's the purpose? But there's yeah. also, right. So there's that distance and also physical distance and emotional distance. It's yeah. not someone that I'm relying on. And why yeah. would I, we don't need that tension in our life. Right. Um, I think you do what you got to do and you got to follow your gut on that. Because like, I did not come out to my parents on purpose and, you know, no regrets because my mom has a sixth sense where she just knows everything. And she's like, you're gay now. And I know. And like, she basically (laughs) didn't talk to me for a month. And I think if it were up to my mom, she probably would have like kicked me out of the house. But my dad and sister were like, no, you idiot. Like, what are you? (laughs) Right. Right. So I, I think you got to follow your heart and you know, your family best and you know what matters. I mean, yeah, I can't even imagine that situation everybody knows like how to approach their family in the way they want to approach it because mm-hmm. my family is like that too we honestly don't talk about my mom can be op- my dad died when i was younger so like my my mom can be open about whoever she's with only because we're her kids we were young enough we had to know but um but as far as like i go i'm very personal i don't care who i'm dating i don't care what it was even when i did date a guy I uh, like i did not feel the need to say anything because mm-hmm. i didn't i don't like sharing my personal life and it wasn't to the point I didn't have like an official like coming out. It was just like, you know, now and <laughs> thank God for like Facebook and stuff, because it's just like now I can just like let you see it and you have it with ease. And now they're com- they they were able to set with it on their own. And it was like you saw the signs coming up because a lot of our parents are in denial in the first place. They, you, your mom may or your dad may already know, you yeah. know, but. They're, if you're not going to say anything, they're not going to say anything. There's not going to be discussed. But if it's, if they, you know how to approach your family. But for me, it was just like, I don't really want to talk about this. All right. I'm not hiding anything. I have, I have all of my, I'm on all these gay shows. I'm on all, I'm doing all these gay things. I talk about the L word. My mom saw the L word DVDs in college mm-hmm. in my, my bag and stuff. Ooh, DVDs. Yeah, yeah. This mm-hmm. was back when, before, before Netflix. Yeah. Before yeah. they got uploaded. So it's yeah. like little things. Honestly, if I would give somebody else advice, I would ease it and I would maybe put out like a clue or two, but. I don't, there's going to become a point where you do have a partner and you want that partner to be a part of this life and yeah. that, let that happen when, then. But yeah. Put a loose wooden plank in the middle of the floor right. and see if that starts a conversation. Exactly. It's like, so what is this dildo right uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the, it gets harder when, when you have a partner, but in terms of like, can you be out without being out to your parents? I think that there's no one definition of, of being yeah, out. Exactly. And it sounds like you're very uh, confident and secure in your sexuality and who you are. And mm-hmm. and have a community, and, clearly. Yeah, exactly. and that you're not ashamed of, of it. Yeah. But you, you also live in circumstances that I couldn't even begin to understand what that's like. Mm-hmm. And one million percent don't blame you. Um, you know, I think about... 
my wife and she wasn't out to her dad when we were together. And mm. for some reason I was under the impression that she was probably cause she had also previously been married to a woman. <laughs> so oh, okay. I'm like, how does he Ow. not know? Uh, but, but he also, you know, lives in, uh, lives in Peru, but yeah. it, it was a lot of her being afraid of placing like this burden on him mm-hmm. because he's like very Catholic. And then a lot of people in the family said, oh, he has a bad heart. His heart couldn't take yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's like Jeez, the most. That's a lot of pressure. But yeah. it, it worked out. It worked out well. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he sees it as a burden at all. And yeah. he's just happy knowing that his, his daughter is She's happy. happy. Right. Yeah. But I could see that your parents might worry that you'll be arrested or yeah. like harm will come your way. Right. And I I think that's very understandable that you would want to spare them mm-hmm. from that. Right. So well, I, I think the argument is two ways, right? One is if you don't come out, you're not being radical enough and change can't happen unless like you're setting an example. Right. right. And then the other argument is like, why would you put such a burden on your parents and or your family? And it's like, oh, but I'm not. I'm just being myself. I yeah. feel like yeah. what this person has written, you're doing the best kind of work. Like if you're already working with queer people in the community and either giving them resources or helping them come out or whatever you're doing, that I think is more active and uh, progressive in my eyes than someone just married to another woman. Like You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'd rather you be helping people than just existing yeah that to me is the best thing you can do but honestly like my when i my favorite part of when i established that i was out was my community and the people around me and Mm -hmm. uh i honestly literally sucked myself into and only hung out with gay people i was only at gay bars i was only doing x y and z Mm -hmm. because i was like at least i could feel at home this was my chosen family these are people that understand me completely so it took the pressure off of you know, who didn't know my family. I'm like, I'll get there at some point in life. But to rush it, don't force it. It's one of those things you have to take with ease and you know how to approach your family. And it's probably not going to be as difficult as you think it is. Yeah. But, and you'll go, you'll live your life the way it makes everybody comfortable, but most importantly, you, you know? So it's like, live your life, still be happy, but you can also make them happy in a way because I don't know, I'm just... Just, or I was say, or it goes as terribly as you expect. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Think of the worst. Again, no form of understanding of this context. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. I, just be safe. Just experience. Be experience safe. is the only opinion, anything I, I can offer, you know? Yeah. Put well, that wooden plank right in the middle of the room. <laughs> <laughs> that was deep. That was a yeah. conversation starter. If you don't use it, it yeah, if you don't use just, that plank, it fades away. It, it's just going to fade away. <laughs> I can't uh, <laughs> And thank you so much for writing in. If you do have any questions, you can email us, dykingout at gmail.com. And Lorena, where can people follow you on social media if oh, they aren't already? my God. You can follow me at Colonial Man Face. And my favorite. My favorite. Can I tell you Cecilia refers to you as Colonial Man Face? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Someone Because she's to. bad with names. Yeah, so I was going to say, say Colonial well, Man Face. Instagram has ruined everything for me because I also remember people by their handles. Great. Mm-hmm. Or not. But you can remember me, but Colonial Man Face. And this may not be confirmed, but I have a show at The Tank on January 18th about two softball coaches trying improv comedy for the first time come awesome. watch again yes. not confirmed but it should be by the time 
this airs. When it is confirmed, we'll put it on our Instagram yeah, we'll for put you. It on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, thank you so much for stepping in as co-host today. Yes. That's uh, great. Yeah, you're a great co-host. Uh, oh, my yeah. God. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, my God. Thank a you plus. so much. Yeah. yeah. You take that mic as an award. Yeah. Oh, my God. Perfect. <laughs> it's like $3,000. <laughs> thank you for giving away my mic. I'm never having you back. Uh, Glow, where can people follow you on social media? Uh, you can follow me uh, at Glow B Jr. It's G-L-O-B as in boy J-R. Um, nobody understands that only because I was named after my mother. So I'm technically a junior. Um, oh. And yes. Yeah, so. And is it Glow or is it short for something? It's short for Gloria, but okay. Gloria is boring. I understand. We got yeah. it. Yeah. Got I, I don't. I, right. I need, exactly. Like, and all the girls are like, oh, Glow. Oh, I was like, I know, right? They're like, you're going on stage. I was like, please stop. <laughs> but yeah, so you can just follow me there. And yeah, that's about it. Awesome. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at TGI Carolyn. And then follow us at Diking Out on all platforms. You can find extra episodes on Himalaya and Patreon. And dike out with us when we're back in the new year oh my yes. god crazy stuff is gonna happen you know now and then exactly i'm not saying no to nothing yeah That's- <laughs> no what you're saying no to everything okay <laughs> on the count of three we're gonna do that thing that every annoying person in the office does the last day oh oh all right okay. see, you see you next, next year, year. Oh, God. I, I was going to make up something like <laughs> Gretchen, pass me the tissues. <laughs> Stop hitting reply all. Okay. Bye, guys. <laughs> hey, Jenny, have you um, ever heard of a vampire slayer? Do you mean the one girl in all the world with the strength and skill to fight the vampires, demons, and forces of darkness? I do. Oh, yeah. I've heard of her. Cool. My name is Jenny Owen Youngs. And I'm Kristen Russo. And together, we spent six years watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one at a time, podcasting about each and every one. Never seen Buffy before? We will protect you. Our podcast is spoiler-free, so first-time viewers can listen along safely. Ever thought to yourself, I wish someone was brave enough to write an original song for every single episode of Buffy? (laughs) Your search is at an end, my friend, because we did exactly that. So if you've never watched Buffy or if you're about to watch the series for the 14th time, come over and join us. Our podcast is called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and you can learn more about it at BufferingCast.com. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.